five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. This is the Foul Mouth Podcast. Welcome back to the Foul Mouth Podcast. Hanging out here on a new back porch uh, with the one and only uh, Caleb Priest. How's it going, buddy? Doing all right, man. Appreciate you having me, and thanks for asking. Thanks for having us. Denver uh, told me he just invited ourselves yeah, invited over. Yeah, over here. <laughs> yeah, he called yep. me last night, grocery store, and, hey, we're coming over to the podcast. Yeah. All right, let's go. Yeah, Caleb was there for the uh, infamous uh, uh, lower unit hunt when the lower unit went out, and we had to paddle back for, for hours on end. With Caleb <laughs> made the shot of the year that That's day. That's what he did, yeah. With, and, uh, <laughs> with the Benelli, shot that Canada probably like – 50 60 yards yep. i mean it was ridiculous uh, un- unfortunately it uh, it floated off faster than we did you know we <laughs> our uh, make sure yeah. plank- <laughs> we uh we have resolved that if we go back if we will go back out there this year but we're definitely taking the trolling motor with us yeah or and, two uh, boats but Kevin, yeah. you dropped your boat off at Mighty White the other day. What all are you getting done to it? Yeah, they're uh, they're painting it. Or what do you have first? What me and Jack were talking about the other day. What's your boat? Uh, Fifteen forty-two. It's a uh, my great grandfather's old boat, so it's been in the family for. Is it a War Eagle though? No, no. It's, what it's, it's like a river trail. Okay. It's just an old <laughs> yeah. farm farm boat. Hey, it kills and, uh, it's yeah, it's boat. all yeah. Yeah. It, I thought it was a War Eagle. No, it's a no. uh, it's a river trail. Fifteen forty-two, uh, and it had a twenty-five on it when I got it, and. I had to cut it off. It was literally <laughs> rusted to the butt. <laughs> so I got that and cut it off with the saw and shaved down and painted it with a spray paint and a stick. Made my own pattern. Nice. So nice. I'm taking it over to them. It's been through. Been Is through that a the lot. same boat motor that's on there? Uh, no. Okay. No, what do you I have on there now? I bought a 25 Yamaha outboard okay. four stroke. So it's uh, never had any problems out of it. I yeah. Mean, it's gotten me. It runs pretty good. Yeah. It does all right. So. Yeah. It's reliable. And so you took it over to Mighty White, <clears throat> talked to Fulmer and all them, and they're yeah. doing what? Like something about cutting the middle out or yeah, something like Shand- that? Yeah, talked to Shandon. Okay. Uh, Fulmer was, yeah, he was he was booked up. Everyone wanted to see him. Mm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, cutting the middle seat out. It's welded up on the sides. Um, they're going to weld the seats down, so I've still got a little seat. Um, building the front deck back, covering the the back over where the battery is. Yeah. Uh, moving the gas tank up front, painting the boat and the motor. Um, so getting a getting a lot done to it yeah do you say you're gonna gun box put in or no No, it's gonna it didn't really didn't really want to have that much space it's already a small boat so yeah but you're getting the front deck and all that put in right yeah. like a place so, to actually stand mm-hmm. and throw decoys on and stuff yeah that and super store stuff underneath it so yeah have you ever actually stood on your front deck and tried to throw decoys <laughs> uh maybe occasionally I, i'm dead but, serious like I mean, you understand like, there, like no, how probably. hard it is rocking the boat up there when when i'm trying to throw a decoy standing on the front end well, of your especially boat? with the dogs walking around and you know <laughs> but with, with dover walking around you know <laughs> gonna be trying, that's gonna be dover's front deck up there yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. uh kayla's got black lab dove real energetic <clears throat> good dog though a lot of drive yeah a lot of energy yeah a lot of, <laughs> a lot of energy now, we have the complete opposite dogs you know my dog's uh lack of energy <laughs> you know is, uh, and his is full full energy but yes. i mean it's, at least you have a dog <laughs> makes the world yeah. go <laughs> Jake's got Jake's dog is about half our dog size. It's Dude, we got maybe a stop this dog, and he's just like 
he's definitely got lab in him, mm -hmm. but he just has stopped growing. He's 45 pounds, seven months old. It's just stopped it's a growing. Good dog, though. Mm -hmm. Well, he's about the size. He's a little bit bigger than a boykin. boykin yeah. And I was like, all right, well, you know, you might could hunt. Yeah. yeah. Dude, any dog will hunt. You just got to train it. You just have to be consistent. I know bloodline definitely matters 100%, but if you train the dog and spend the time with it, mm -hmm. any dog will hunt. Elle's purebred, isn't she? Oh, you know. Purebred off Craigslist? <laughs> yeah, that's right. $200 <laughs> special, dude. <laughs> She's got way more money invested than she was. You know, Kayla makes gives me a hard time because the first time we went to go look at her, I didn't buy her right then. I was like, well, I was like, well, we'll think about it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and so we went home and thought about it, and uh, and then part of the next day she was still available. So, for whatever that tells you, she was the last one of this big Could litter. Could you supposedly. imagine if she wasn't still available? Like, I know. What, well, do you, what would your life I, be like? I guess I'd have a different dog. You know, where'd you get her from? What litter? Uh, that's what we were talking about. Craigslist. Craigslist. Special. She was on Facebook, <laughs> and um, two hundred dollars special. Now I sent her off to um, to get trained. She was going for like six months, and he was. I really liked him. He was a good, a good guy, but. And he, he would shoot you straight. He's like, he'd tell you, like, hey, you don't have a championship dog. And he called me. He's like, hey, Timmy, you don't have a championship dog. Like, we can train her, but it's going to take a minute. And I was like, all right, let's, you know. But also, you're not, I mean, I'm not out with mine running, running trials like that. Yeah, that's like what we were that, talking about. So. We're not doing the hunt yeah. trial the thing. Is to pick a bird up. That's right. If you can pick a bird up for yeah, me, you then can, you're successful. That was my thing. I wanted a dog that was obedient, that would sit still. And I mean, because most of the time, you we just do want a, a gun lot. dog. Yeah, you're we not trying to win a championship. Yeah, we want dogs that are good to hang out while we're hunting because. A lot of times we're sitting there and we ain't shooting, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, even if we're having a great day, you still have more time hang around. Heck, when we're getting out there at 4 a.m., you know, you got to sit there on the stand for two hours before shooting light even gets here. Yeah. What? The house dogs that can hunt. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's basically how it goes. He was saying, uh, you were saying what um, Adam Campbell on, uh, on Rolling Thunder's <laughs> podcast said, like, Rule number one. Don't oh let yeah, your dog sleep. yeah. So they had this episode about like how not to screw up your puppy, and he's like, rule number one: don't let it sleep in the bed. And I was like, oh god, I already screwed that <laughs> yeah. up. Like we, yeah. What's know, number two? Like, oh, yeah, no, no, number two is like you know make sure that they you know something with retrieving. And I was like, well, I already messed that up. I've been doing mm -hmm. that the whole time. Yep. And so he's pretty good. He'll sit, stay, wait on the retrieve. And, you know, he won't. He will break. I guarantee it eventually. But yeah. like he's first seven month old and me training them off and on he's pretty good have you read water dog the book no no i haven't i've got it upstairs i'll let you have it before you go yeah it was written back in the 60s that's what i've trained my dog off of and numerous people there's a guy who's a, a dog trainer and he told me about it and hmm. he's like dude it's back to the basics before and what's e it called water dog who's it by do you know i don't off the top of my head i can look it up yeah I mean, it's a very it's a very well-known okay. book speaking uh, of being upstairs what uh oh, yeah. let's talk about this fish situation that was up there yeah, so you go to kayla's like man cave upstairs uh his office you know slash couches and you know all the deer mounts and stuff and there's this uh what kind of fish is it it's a wahoo a wahoo yeah blue long point you know linear looking fish <laughs> beautiful <laughs> yeah beautiful, beautiful fish. yeah beautiful fish but where'd you where'd you catch that was this past spring or the spring uh, before it was last fall in last September fall? down in miami okay. off the coast uh miami beach we took a took a charter out and we tore it up yeah it was a good day we caught uh <laughs> we caught a king mackerel three wahoo and a bunch of bonita so it was yeah. a fun time heck yeah and uh 
you told them you wanted to get it mounted and, <laughs> and what they say <laughs> they said yeah absolutely you can get it mounted you just uh, call the place and uh taxidermist and tell them what size you want and they'll so you didn't, they you didn't take the taxidermist your did fish you, or nothing did no. you just send them pictures anything like that uh just the size no you fill out a form the size of I mean, literally, they could just be like... You could call them hey, today. They'd be like, yeah, yeah. be like, I caught this fish, and do uh, you all mind mounting for me? Yeah. They'd be like, yeah, sure, we'll just send you the mount. Like, it's no big deal. And, uh, like, literally, for the captain to be like, yeah, that's a great fish, you should have that mounted. And then he can just be like, all right, throw it back. <laughs> like, take for a picture and throw it back. Oh, no, like, can't for the meat, but, no, it is, I mean, most, most of them are plastic. Most fish are just yeah. a piece of plastic that weigh all of four so. to five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it should have been a super secure box and all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, the Amazon hilarious. guy just tossed it on the porch. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, screw Rubbing this thing. Why, why is this box so yeah. big? Uh, all right, well, I'm going to bring up one of my uh, – shout out to uh, our affiliate, uh, Onyx. Um, just so if you all don't know, I scour on there even when it's not duck, duck season. I'm constantly looking at new places. And the reason I started looking at Onyx is because Cohen Wildlife, anytime anybody posts – any screenshot or anything even when billy Campbell does it he'll post a screenshot of them looking on onyx well of course i'm zooming in <laughs> trying to see like where they're looking at <laughs> but cohen wildlife was posting this stuff they're in north tennessee northwest tennessee somewhere do you are you fun. familiar with them caleb so they post on instagram all the time uh it's it's some dr cohen um and they do wildlife research for ducks and they're tagging ducks and they're studying all these paths and all this stuff and they're posting uh images of what these ducks are and how they're moving and changing their habits during duck season but it's all up above like all near like abayan river and all mm -hmm. that area and like how it's showing hey how often do our tennessee ducks once they get over here, how often are they crossing back to Arkansas? And like, it's like not that much, you know. They're once they're over here in Tennessee, they hang out in the Tennessee areas, or they go down to Mississippi, but they're not going back and forth across the river too often. But anyways, that led me on a rabbit trail. I was back on Onyx. Uh, some new things on Onyx. One, they've updated the GPS maps for at least a lot of the areas that we look at. <laughs> I don't know, however many images. I don't know if they get those off Google or what. What areas are those? Yeah, all w the areas, you know, WMAs, uh, mainly uh, the big river, you know, we're red all the time, we're not afraid to tell people that, um, but they've updated a lot of the images, and it's now, like, a lot of the areas that we were looking at had high water uh, images, now it's a bunch of low water images, so uh, I think that helps out more than high water, because you can see what's, what is going to flood, and, like, what the terrain's going to be like, so, bonus, and I've been playing around with the features on there, yeah, I don't know if you knew this, I told Jake, but they had when you drop a pin you can set the ideal wind location our ideal wind direction and so i've gone through in all of our spots on the river i've put the ideal wind direction and so at a glance i can scroll up and down the river and see a live feed of what the weather is and see like okay hey wind sucks for these four spots but over here like this is perfect mm. and so like it can help us narrow down our selections but to me i mean i'm scrolling through all the time and i'm constantly just like oh like that's perfect. That'll be perfect. You know, whenever the check it out. You know, whenever, yeah. whenever, whenever the water gets right. That's the only thing. Like, I think we could have so much spots that the river was obviously early September. It's going to be dry as a bone. But like, if it was more <laughs> flooded, understatement. If it was more flooded, like it is in later season when early teal season gets here, I think we could have great teal hunts out there. Yeah. I mean, I'm still going to go out there and scout and just see. If it would just be like ten feet, we'd mm -hmm. be fine for teal season. Yeah. I did see a teal. It was kind of Shelby Farms. Today? Uh, two days ago. Yeah. They were out there. 
local ducks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all should see. I tried to take a picture. I didn't have the Sony with me, so I didn't get a good picture. But um, there was a mallard out there, clearly a local mallard. All his feathers were white. And uh, his head was still, like, yep. green, but it was almost like a black uh, green. And then uh, all his feathers were white. He looked ugly. As like, he's a duck that if we shot, I would, I would be like, I'm not eating this. <laughs> He looked awful. Eating chicken wings. And he looked like he in Maine. Ribeye. Yeah. It's local. Well, that's what I was reading about how they're in part of our... I have some duck trivia lined up for us today. So whoever <laughs> wants to go first, you know, I got some good some good questions. What did you tell me to remind you about when we were at dinner? Oh, about um, prodigy boats. So yeah. uh, <laughs> Jake was bringing up prodigy boats for whatever reason. Caleb, you, this would be a good question for you. Um, as we get older and you become more successful you know let's just say hypothetically you're around my age you know we're like 30 ish 20 ish you know 30 ish we get older you know we have 30 ish we have a 16 year old you know 17 year old well let's say you know we're well off we've we've achieved financially the things we want to achieve and we're able to go you know what i don't care about the cost i'm gonna go buy me a prodigy or a timber creek or whatever the heck you want to buy that and you don't care what the cost is and you have that like you're probably going to have that before your kid's 16 you know well, then your kid's, like, old enough that he, he wants to go out running his boats, and he wants to go out public hunting. Are you going to make him, like, you know, work from the ground up buying grandpa's boat? Or are you going to be like, yes. hey, like, kind of take pride in the fact that you you can buy him the best boat out there? I, I, I'm almost kind of more leaning toward as, like, you know, I grow in my world. I'm like, man, like, I want my, I want my kid to kind of have – the best you know the yeah. best a little bit you know like if i can afford him like would you feel bad okay let me phrase this would you feel bad you're rolling in your prodigy you roll up in your prodigy boat to a hole and here comes your son right behind you in some rinky dink and the duck tannic four you know that he bought from <laughs> jay <laughs> you know got handed down from jay you know like what do you want the duck tannic for <laughs> or would uh you know or would you go if you if if you're successful enough and it's not impacting your financial situation would you go buy him a 15 you know if money was the same a $15,000 boat set up or would you make him go get a job and buy his own I would definitely make him get a job and buy his own but I would help him work to I mean to build up the same thing and to I agree build it up sell I, it and I, keep going I think that I would make them work for it I agree right? but I would also be like look you know, if I threw you an extra two thousand dollars, you can get a nicer motor. Or you know? okay, if you need a light bar, hey, let's go get this light bar. You're gonna yeah, install it. Yeah, though. I'm just gonna buy the light bar for you. Like yeah, a teach him how to like that. Teach him how to do this stuff. Like because yeah. yeah. like we're all you know all we all went to the same high school background. We all played football together. Like we're all tinkering around with our trucks, and you know we knew the guys that like dads bought them like brand new trucks and stuff like that. And we at the time we were like, man, like. Let's be nice. <laughs> you know, like, like there was something about you know we played teams Wait, that they made fun of us. You know why that guy's got an eighteen thousand dollar jet ski? Because they don't make a nineteen thousand yeah, like, dollar jet ski. We made fun of guy. Or we went to we went and played people who made fun of us for the cars that we drove. You know, like in football because like they were they were the you know they were the daddy's money school and we're yeah. not. So like I get it, but like at the same time, if you're if you got enough if you have enough money flowing around. Two thousand dollars to one guy is the same is fifteen thousand dollars to another guy, you know. Yeah, so like, yeah. I can kind of get like my first duck boat was six hundred bucks. I mean, I I get it, you know. My first one was a foot paddle boat, you know, and I painted it and we did hey, it on some backwater down I'm not in Mississippi. Gonna lie. I think we could have smashed <laughs> some mallards on a certain river with a paddle boat. Dude. When we, we when the Titanic one went down, we legit we were like, okay, we could get a paddle boat. We were scouring <laughs> Facebook for any boat. Dude, a paddle boat, uh, a canoe, dude. You could yeah, stalk we, the mess we, out. 
Bless we were trying to find a John boat. We ended up finding one that was at my parents' lake house, right? But we were legitimately like we could buy a canoe or we get a paddle boat. And then we decided we couldn't do the paddle boat because the paddle boat, like we physically were not going to be able to get in the brush to get the mm. birds. But we knew from riding down that river that we could put a canoe in and we could jump birds Speaking of, of those day. areas where we were hunting around that same time, because y'all were kind of going to that same river, just a different area around the same time when it was getting like just bitterly cold. I think till season, I think like we could bust them. Oh, we could smack we them out there. Yeah. Bust them out it'll, there. It'll back up in some certain areas. Yeah, and, and it's going to be, you know, and some of those rivers just stay constant, you know, because of the, the dam. Well, yeah, because it's got a dam on it. Okay, this reminds me. This, I got to mention this while this uh, beetle is landing on me. So two nights ago, I'm laying. We're sleeping. We're staying at my sister's house. We're building a house. Two nights ago, I wake up in the middle of the night because something has landed on me, and freaking Jiminy Cricket is sitting on my freaking forehead. No lie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, what is the crap? And freaking Cricket, dude, on my forehead. And like, I freaking rake him off. I'm like, dude, you gotta, you can't be on my forehead. Is that and, what you did? You didn't scream like a little no, girl. No, Kaylin was like, I would have freaked out. And I was like, man, I told him like, bro, you just gotta get off my forehead. Like, you can sleep on the bed, but not on my freaking forehead. And like, there's a spot right. Here, like, like, here. He jumped around, he jumped somewhere else, and I was like, I, was, I didn't want to smash him. You know, then I had freaking cricket guts, you know, and because they, they're kind of like, you know, they're full of a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. They're not just a, a fly. And, uh, but yeah, Caitlin was like, Oh, I would have, if he comes back in here again, I'm a freak out. And I was like, Well, I didn't put him outside. I just made him get off the bed like, <laughs> like L creeping up there at night time, you know. That was uh, well, random, but. Welcome to Fayette County. Yeah, the bugs coming in everywhere. But, all right, let's get down to some duck trivia. I mean, I had to go through and answer these and get a grading score. Wasn't that great, but I'm not going to tell you the ones that I, I missed. So I bet right. I can guess them. Okay, we'll see. All right, starting out, um, uh, trivia question number one. Caleb, true or false? Changes in day length are the primary psychological cue for migration in ducks. False. Incorrect. The correct answer is true. Uh, this is all. All this is coming from Ducks Unlimited. That's really. Yeah, that's I what Ducks it was Unlimited said. Be the temperature. Well, that affects some, but this, you know, primary psychological answer. Now, when you look into teal, like I was looking a lot at the blue, like the blue wing teal are the first things to come down. They're super finicky. So, like right now, most of the ducks, if you look on Cohen Wildlife and all these places that have GPS track updates of their ducks, they're sitting up in the Manitoba and Saskatchewan, and a lot of the ducks that we hunt are hanging out in North Dakota right now, which is inter- interesting to me. If we go hunting North Dakota early season, like this is the same place they're breeding. Like they're like hadn't even started their migration journey yet, and you're hunting them up there. So like a lot in the of the pothole region. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the pothole region. So like a lot of the ducks that we hunt that are in this West Tennessee area, East Arkansas, you know, Mississippi, all this Delta region, are hanging out in North Dakota right now, pothole region. Uh, the ones that are in, not saying the ones that come up from Saskatchewan and all that don't come down here, they do, but just looking at the GPS birds that they grab around this area are all making it down here. So fun you're fact, right. and it said the, um, we got a problem? <laughs> okay. The blue winged teal are the first ones to, as soon as they get the slightest little bit of cold temperature, they're headed down this direction. What's going on? We got a, a technical yeah, difficulty. Yeah, we got technical difficulty. Here. Hold on. Oops, that was my. Jake's about to be fired from his technical position. Mm. But hit the uh, hit the hit the there hit the want 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 button over there. You know, because you're over there messing up messing up the vibe. <laughs> so. Uh, so yeah, teal first lead, blooming teal. All right, Jake, Mister, I'm gonna get them all right. Which of the following are used by a waterfowl for navigation? A, 
use of solar and stellar compasses, B, responses to geomagnetic fields, C, use of visual landmarks, or D, learning through early migration? Visual landmarks. <laughs> uh, trick question, all of the above. <laughs> I mean, I was kind of right. <laughs> no, kind of. You were like tw- 25% right. You think that like ducks, they just follow the river. Well, you know, what do they say in uh, Rolling Thunder? They headed toward big water. Uh, that bird, God made a bird, a duck, to go to the biggest piece of water that's around. Yep. I don't believe that, like, at all. Like, I firmly believe that those ducks just go. <laughs> I, you know, that puddle right there looks pretty good. Yeah, I mean, the ducks at Johnson Park don't think that. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're not taking off to the river every day yeah. going back to Johnson Park. I mean, hey, like, the Canada geese have decided they're just going to hang out here. They're like, we ain't Dude, flying. Screw that. There are up and down. so many geese here. They're like, we're here Ridiculous. for good. Caleb, you could probably shoot geese out of your backyard mm-hmm. right now. I've seen them. Goose season, I'll see them looping around, honestly, go to Drew's Field. Well, you know uh, this field up here between the two neighborhoods right there mm-hmm. is loaded with the Molotov. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of deer out there in Turkey. So, funny story. Um... I went out there one time. That's, so that's part of uh, re- the home builders yep. here. Uh, and so the uh, the field, we go out there, you know, when it snowed. And I, I was driving through there one time and just happened to walk back in the wood and saw a trail cam. This is this is uh, home builder land. <laughs> saw a trail cam. So I, I stopped and looked around for the uh, stand. And all of a sudden, there's a big pile of corn sitting right in front of it out here. And, you uh, pull the SD card out of it, check it real quick. <laughs> so it was a satellite one. So uh, I made yeah. sure I stayed, yeah. stayed out of the view of it. I mean, they weren't supposed to have it there anyway. Nice stand. Yeah. But, I mean, there's there's a bunch of deer. There's turkey. There's sure. there's a bunch of geese out there. It's Fayette County. You know there's more deer killed in Fayette County than any other county in Tennessee. I more whitetails. Wow. And higher CDC population which we talked about last week which is a scale last year i only deer hunted one a couple times to get a deer but your uh, wife didn't your wife kill the deer last year was that the year before no it was two years ago yeah that was two years ago she killed a good eight point but no last year didn't she um one up you on on bugs out there (laughs) yeah i had a a little more decent spread a little more mature buck than uh, than what i had but you know she got a taste of what you know i think duck hunting was was you know wake up and get in the stand at 7 a.m drive 20 minutes to the stand that's it yeah and then uh by 731 you've got a, a deer on the ground and uh, Thanksgiving morning so now she thinks that's that's what it's like she's wondering like. why you're not back you know at 9 o'clock like what are you doing you know <laughs> why are you still out there yeah, that was the last time she deer hunted with me yeah so. <laughs> now, I, I've taken Caitlin duck hunting twice uh, one time uh, we did shoot a solo limit uh, that was the only one hunting so that was a real proud moment and she fell in the water so it wasn't uh, you know it wasn't a very long hunt but you know we finished early uh, the other time we just shot one uh, greenhead it, it was only, on the river though Emily so told cool. me not to invite her to go <laughs> See, no, we, you have to, yeah you'll have to you'll have to invite her well I last year was last year as two years ago she I convinced her to go and did she go it was pouring down rain yeah. and it was like 3 30 in the morning and i was like you don't want to go <laughs> i went by myself i was like i want to do that i still killed three ducks hey i want to mention this while i'm thinking about it i'm sitting with the only two guys i know on planet earth that actually i take that back Two of the three guys I know on planet Earth that have duck tattoos sitting right here in this round. Oh, did you see table. my tattoo? Uh-uh. Jake's got the duck tattoo. He's pulling it out and showing it. Got to take his pants off. Though. Yeah. <laughs> so, so just <laughs> trying, trying to destroy right everything <laughs> over here. 
Yeah. His duck tattoo has sunglasses Shout out to on. Doug. Yeah, it's a very chill duck. Okay, you got the wood duck, wood duck tattoo, right? I do have the wood duck tattoo right here. Yeah. On the on the forearm, so it blends in. Looks good. Yeah, just sticking out of the brush, kind of. Caleb's yeah. is an actual really artsy tattoo. Mine is uh, no, yours is artsy. His is like integrated with his whole sleeve. His yeah. looks good. Rook, oh, yeah, they're Brooklyn Raven. Yeah, both overall, good. Houston Levy in '64. You know who uh, yeah. Dylan did mine? Dylan yeah, that's that's how he pro. Is that why you got it on your, on your yeah, leg? Yeah, I put it somewhere visible. where if he messed it up, then I could hide it. Yeah, he's going to come to duck camp one day and, and be handing out a bunch of tattoos. I told Denver I can't wait to be idea. at a certain boat ramp, <laughs> and I just about just about gave it away. And uh, and just come back and see Dylan giving people tattoos on the tailgate of a truck. Like, $20 a pop. You get a yeah, you can get a bunch, dude. <laughs> All right, Kevin, question number three for you, trivia. Which of these ducks is among the first to leave its breeding grounds? Um, this is to... Okay, sorry. That's question number four. Uh, which of these ducks is the first to arrive to its breeding ground? Breeding ground. So to get up to North Dakota, you know, um, uh, Saskatchewan, any of those places. Options are Northern Pintail, Gadwall, or Blue Wing Teal. Blue Wing Teal. Uh, <clears throat> incorrect. Um, Caleb is 0 for 2. It is Northern Pintail uh, is the first one to arrive. Uh, another all right, for you, since we're on the Pintail topic. True or false, Jake, more than half the Pintails in North America winter in or migrate through California. True or false? True. Correct. What was your reasoning to that? 50-50 guess? I listened to a podcast the other day when they were actually talking about how majority of the pintails come through California, but a lot of them end up in Asia. So there are tons of ducks really? that will cross over from, uh, like, literally Asia to California and stuff, and or, or even go through, like, Russia. That's what I was reading about the blue-winged teal. Like, they're going all the way. They're going the farthest. They're going all the way to South America, you know, way on down there. So they're getting started early. So as soon ducks, as you get the slightest change of weather, they're like, all right, Deuces, and they're headed out. Well, you know, like Argentina's really good duck hunting. Mm-hmm. Like, are those ducks flying south for their winter? Well, you know? I think like, that's the they, furthest they've hit south. I don't know. Yeah. There's that. You know, there's we have a guy. He's not a listener of the podcast, but we're me and him follow each other on Instagram, and he's duck hunting. Or at least like a few weeks ago, he was killing mallards, duck hunting, shooting greenheads. In um, what what country was it? Uh, not Matic, not like Matic. We're over there near he Australia. New Zealand? Oh, New Zealand. Yeah, yeah New Zealand. he's duck hunting right now in New Zealand. Kiwi. Shooting mallards well, and all that kind of stuff. Well, our summer like, is their winter. So, and yeah, I think like, that's I the difference. I think, right every, I think the equator does split and you have it, migrations it of both. So that's yeah. why Argentina, you, you'd be hunting in Argentina probably right now. Whoops. Yeah, I would love talking. to get that guy to like tuck. Because like, I see him shooting, I'm like, man, this is freaking crazy. Like, so what time of year is it right you now? You should follow know? on Facebook the Meat Hunter page. Oh uh, yeah, and they uh, it's all over the world, and there's some there's some, uh, some intense stuff. But they yeah, hunt down there a lot. There's a guy in Pakistan that was duck hunting, and he posted a picture on Instagram. Denver sent it to me, and uh, I told Denver, I said, I guess they got no limits in Pakistan because he had <laughs> like 30 ducks that he had shot all by himself in one day. Well, we get a lot of like ridiculous. I get a lot of like. I don't know, you know, I say Pakistan just because I don't know where they are, Middle but they look like Middle Eastern dudes like out there hunting, like hardly any camo, hardly any camo. Yeah, no, but they're real dudes like posting like hunting pictures and stuff like that. Dude, somebody told me that half the comments on my page were all bots, and I said, hey, those girls are my friends. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I'll send you this, but it was like, it was, this is... Um, it's a picture on Cohen Wildlife Lab, and it's and it's like some highlighted areas showing the activity 
of, of um, during when the season's open and not when the season's open, but like the same areas and showing how they shifted and like the birds like stop visiting the public land, and like kind of hanging out more to the private land, or really focusing where they were hanging out in the public woods in the early morning and then going to the rice fields in the afternoon. But like Cone Wildlife, you you know, I know you don't go on Instagram much, but you should get on there to get that stuff because they have some really good stuff. And that's like relatively like local, up to date. Information, GPS information showing like where the ducks are moving and going. I think it's pretty cool stuff. We usually don't get all that. <laughs> Dogs are uh, crazy in there. Yeah, dog fight going on uh, next door. All right, Caleb, typical speed for mallard during migration 45 miles an hour, 55 miles an hour, 65 miles an hour. 55 miles an hour. That's right. You got it. 55 miles an hour. That's how fast I feel like they are sometimes when we're shooting at them. <laughs> Freaking blazing in. That's the wood ducks, though. They fly 67 miles an hour. What is, what is like, their average speed? I don't know. I didn't see that Dude, one. they fly like freaking fighter jets through the trees. <laughs> the I mean, only ridiculous. way you got to stand a chance is because they give you a warning sign that they're on their way. <laughs> Have you ever noticed? Okay, so when we used to go shoot wood ducks in Tennessee, like when I was in high school yeah. and stuff, that like I could, I would literally hear them. I was, we'd sat in a bend of the river, and I'd hear them coming, and I'd be like, "Here they come, boys, get ready!" <laughs> and uh, could you just hear them, you know, like going through the trees and stuff? And then, um, but in Arkansas, I feel like. I never hear them. Like I feel like they they've Good. gotten quiet. Like I feel like we've killed so many wood ducks in Arkansas now. Like collectively, all the hunters have that the wood ducks are like we have to shut up or we will die. Just well, quietly you say that, them. but opening morning last year we hammered the wood ducks. Yeah, I did. This. <laughs> opening We're the only people to kill limits of wood ducks on o- o- opening morning last year. I couldn't hear anything but gunshots. Yep, <laughs> and to have a fire and get a ticket. It was a good time. Did, yeah. Have you? Did oh, Denver tell you his story? No. Yeah, uh, I. Uh, you know, we all know it's, it's old news that I got arrested like a year ago or whatever um, <laughs> for not paying a ticket. Uh, well, so it shouldn't be a surprise that I forgot to pay the uh, ticket that I got out there at um, for the size of the motor. motor. Yeah, for, for the, the size boat. of the motor. And uh, I, Caitlin went to go pay another ticket I've since gotten, and uh, <laughs> and she was like, you know, doing like the office work at the house, paying my bill, and she like sent me a screenshot, and it was like, it was like my dad texted me a screenshot and like didn't say anything else you know and i'm like oh crap <laughs> like she and it says class c misdemeanor you know all this of like six hundred dollars and and i was like oh shoot and and i got a long lecture about it <laughs> about, about uh not paying it so i got to get on there and pay that so i just got get... one coming back from mighty white yeah parking county police department shout out no we got thanks. pulled over in um What's that little town we have to drive through all the time? Hughes? Earl. Was it Earl? I don't know which one. Oh, Hughes. No. Yeah, we got yeah, pulled we over, got pulled Hughes, over yeah. Hughes. Hughes. Hughes one morning. Denver couldn't even, he didn't have his uh, insurance card, and he was trying to pull it up on his phone, and we didn't have service, and uh, it was a ordeal. Yeah, he finally got, we were late. We got, we got to the river at, like, sunrise. <laughs> he finally got another call, and I was like, dude, just let us go, dude. Like, you know, we're trying to get, you know, like, clearly, we're just passing through. I'm like, either give me a ticket. I'm at the point now, like, look, give me the ticket. I'll, I'll pay. I'll pay it. You know, it's fine. Will, will you pay it? I, well, okay, I may not pay it, <laughs> but I'm fine paying the ticket. You know, like, just let me pay. You know. Uh, all right, I just sent you a screenshot. Um, 
Kelly, this is kind of stuff they post from Cornwall Life Lab, showing uh, one air, small aerial shot where you can only see like I don't know, maybe two, maybe a thousand or two thousand acres of field, flooded fields and stuff. Y'all should go check it out. And and it's circled in red all the amount of private duck pits that are listed in that small aerial shot, and showing that and their GPS marked mallards usually only made two or less fights per day, just milling around and stuff like that and it's because so it's dangerous out there to be a mallard yeah, it's because you know? if that bird crosses that two thousand acres yeah like there's a couple roads there's some rivers flooded timber and fields and there's you know one two three four five six seven eight nine ten like there's 15 you know blinds hanging out in those areas you know <laughs> so like there's a bunch of uh ethan howard sitting in every one of those fields you know with his dad you know <laughs> i mean you, you also i wonder what the average flight time is so, i mean if they're jumping from one field to another even just yeah. to hang out i mean they're immediately getting shot at they can't yeah they're going i mean so like i don't know who are we t oh yeah it was kirk mccullen posted something the other day and he's like i've missed out on a lot of birds over the years because i only stuck to the parameters of just arkansas something to that matter he said and he said I i've kind of really enjoyed going places where there's not as many ducks but there ain't any people and i feel like we especially me and jake like going to that flag of like we're fine with going where it ain't that popular sometimes and we will go to the most popular places and that's you know, for sure go to the you know do the whole thing but like the river like nobody's out on the river mm -hmm. very few people you know some of these other places y'all go several of the places we were at last year it's not the most populated place but we're able to get out and do our own thing you know and like i enjoy that a lot yeah i'd rather be what is away the, from the confidence level now on taking your boat out on the river on the big river? Yeah. I'm still not having it. <laughs> just a little bit? Just, just across? It. I did just get it not to even cross. I'd yeah, what about just to go up to the lower unit area? Where I mean, if you have, yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if, I, if it was a north wind, calm wind. Well, I hate you know, to break into you. That area does not work in a north wind. Well, <laughs> yeah. We need, like, the goofiest wind. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's always that, that area. It will always storm if we're hunting there because the it the has the to have the, a certain wind, and if it's that wind, it's gonna it it storms raining in bad weather. Yeah, no. I, and uh, we you confident going out there in my new boat? I did hear you get a new one. What what is it? Uh, it's a Edge Diamondback. It's a fifteen fifty three. Yeah, but uh, it's got a forty. Yeah. Yeah. What size is yours? I go out there. Fifteen forty two, but it's a the weight, the same size, the weight, the trans. But it's so, a, there's a lot. There's a lot of is it riveted? No, well, it's all weld. He said it's all weld. Yeah. Didn't yeah. you say, were you getting them to like, Cade's the one who has the problem with the back being too low, yeah. right? Yeah. My, he makes one wrong turn and it's If I get any backwash, <laughs> yeah. Is yours the same way? He was putting on the, where the river was rolling yeah. and he was putting on the trailer and all of a sudden the river caught on the back corner of his boat and it <laughs> the, started just hey, filling the up. The river was not even that high that day. It was like normal current yeah <laughs> it's like it, you made one turn no, just, the, the, it's just because it's so light i mean it's just it'll get tossed around and i mean depending on where it is i don't you know I'm, that's why i've got friends that have uh the bigger yeah. boats to get that that's what we're here for it works well, boat's basically the same size it's a little bit wider just, other than it may be heavier yeah that's there's that makes a big difference well, you make Dove sit down on the front of that boat, hold the bow, hold the the bow down a little bit. Sides are probably a little bit taller. You know. She ain't that big. She's yeah. 63, 64. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll let you do carry L around then. She's she's pushing 75. <laughs> Strap her to the front. Get a, get a chessy and throw it up front. I, uh, I came yeah. into Denver's house 
I don't know, we hadn't hung out in a while, and Elle came running up to me, and I said, this ain't the same dog, is it? <laughs> she's, got her, she's got her summer weight on. <laughs> she, she, uh, have you been, have she you been, been doing, doing any kind of running out really do. She yeah, is so. a lazy, like, she, I love her to death. Like, she does well for what we do, which is just sit around she a lot during duck break. season. She yeah. doesn't break, ever. Yeah. But she, um, <laughs> but yeah, like, Kaylin locked her in the closet today because she's in heat right now, and there's a male dog with testicles at my sister's house, and which is such a pain, having, like, a dog in heat. Actually, my sister's dog's in heat right now, too, and then there's one male dog, and so he's just losing his mind, just trying to get in any, you know, just trying to get <laughs> some, you know. And, uh, so Kaylin left her in the closet today all day long, in the closet with the lights off. Pitch dark in the small closet, and she laid on her bed. I'm pretty sure all day long. I and got she home. did not care. Yeah, she wasn't scratching the door. I let her out, and and I thought she was gonna want to go to the bathroom. She didn't, and then you know I sat down, and then next thing you know, she just walks back to the closet, goes laid back in the bed. I'm like, <laughs> she like didn't get up. You know, I think she literally sleeps probably 20 hours a day, and then eats. You know, <laughs> we'll have to get out and throw some bumpers to them here soon. Well, that's what uh, that's what the teal season and the Canada season is That's for. what dove, dove, season, season, dove yeah. season's for hell. Dove okay. season, yeah. So, she's gonna honestly, one of the good ways that when, when Dova <laughs> last year and then, you know, she's been younger of in my parents' house when they've got the power lines, the dove will come sit on the power lines. Yeah. You know, I, I don't care. I'll shoot them straight off the power line. Yeah. And when they fall, you know, they'll, they'll make almost like a helicopter. I'd like yeah. to note that Caleb is not associated with us legally. Yeah. And, hey, I'm, I'm, a meat, I'm a meat hunter. Uh, so, they'll, they'll, you know, they'll float down off the power line, and as they're floating down, I mean, you know, she's able to get a, get eyes on it and see yeah. it. And so, it's a, good, it's a good way to work, you know, with, yeah. with the dog. Because you trained your dog yourself, right? I did. I'm what would your you. tips be to people out there that are going to train their dog themselves? Besides get that book. Read Water Dog. <laughs> Uh, be consistent I mean yeah. that's the big thing of like it's hard and I think now I may I don't know if I got another dog I'd be prideful enough to try to train her myself but I mean just be consistent because I mean they're labs they've got to get energy they've got to get out they've got to yeah. run and uh, have a good boot tip so if yeah. they don't ever heal you can reach around and pop them on the butt and yeah she uh, that was e-collar trained right uh, she is yes yeah. I, I didn't I didn't start with that though in your opinion is that a must to a start off training, or to just have an e-collar as a duck. I owner. think it's just a good backup. Yeah. Like, like to have I, it as a tool. Though. Yes. Yeah. When I put the collar on her, I, I very rarely have to use it. Yeah. I mean, but she knows she, it's game time. Yeah. And yeah. I'll beep it every now and then if she's, mm -hmm. if for some reason she gets wind of another duck and uh, and two dogs are going after it. it happened, yeah. You know, a couple times last year, and I just beep it. I don't have to shock her. But yeah. I mean, for her, just when I put the collar on, she sits down and knows. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My absolute favorite quote. From Caleb <laughs> about duck dogs. You're going to surprise him on his own quote. Uh, yeah, and do you remember telling us about, we were talking about the Momarsh stands, and like you were like, oh, I could probably just leave Dova zipped up in this thing while I walk over here and go look for this. And you're like, but if the stand tips over, I'm going to have a problem when I get home. And it's like, you might as well just zip that thing up and climb in there with her and tip it yes. all back over. <laughs> Yeah, love the Momarsh. I mean, it's been through a lot. You know, I had to get it welded on the stand. But, uh, yeah, if you zip them up, they're a little yeah, trapped. Momarsh is a must. Mine, the very last time of the year, mine, something, the cable broke off. You know, it's got that red cable on it to pull it to release the legs. My cable broke. So, like, I got to figure out how to fix that. Duct tape. Duct tape or something. You said you got yours welded or something? Yeah. I got it really? welded. It was, yeah, you can go, well, uh, yeah, Jamie's welded James right here. Yeah, he's, yes. Yeah. Uh, but... I don't. I mean, he did it for me, and but I mean, it was. That's a little ball of aluminum. It's hard to weld that little aluminum yeah, right there. Yeah, sure. He he did a good job, and it held up through last duck season. Really. 
And then, well, I'll take mine over to Fulmer. <laughs> I'm mad at the <laughs> little one stop shop. I'm telling you, dude. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of like painting drugs and all kinds mm-hmm. of funny Monty stuff. Monty White will do just about anything for yeah. you. Yeah, they're supposed to be doing the, uh, it's called Fulmer, Fulmer yesterday. Since the last podcast episode came out, I was like, all right, Jacob, like, I got to get, Fulmer is Jacob Fulmer. He's like the dude over at, he's probably Shannon's right hand man, I guess, Shannon's, you know, but yeah. he's like, if you go over there, like he's gonna price the stuff for you. He takes care of you. He's he's the goat. Did he ever look at a price list when no, you were Shannon, really down, Shannon was asking him what it would oh. be, and as he, he was just writing it as they went. And yeah. he just said, "What's this gonna be?" And mm. two fifty, three fifty. That's, mm. that's so funny. Yeah, no. When we went over there with Denver's boat, he never looked at anything. Mm-hmm. And he did. He knew everything. But you know, it, you know, same thing. I mean, in every service you provide, like it's you're willing to wait and you're willing to go to, go to good people. That oh, yeah, they exactly. Oh, the they list. do. They know it. Yeah, they do. And a great you're job. To pay for yeah, yeah that's what I said. Like it's been over there. There's no, you know, discredit to them. Like Mercury has just not had the parts. Like that's why I'm stuck. I told him, I was like, look, dude. I was like, if I don't have it fixed, like, first or second week in August, go ahead and put a Tatsu on there. We're going to have to buy it. I want to buy the Tatsu anyways. I just hate to be forced into spending eight grand. But we'll probably, at this point, I'd rather <laughs> have the Tatsu. The, the price faster. of that motor has just gone up from yeah. Denver talking about it. It went from, like, maybe $6,500 <laughs> to, like, $7,500. Well, now it's eight grand. Eight grand is the highest we've gotten to so far. <laughs> install and everything. But that's not painted 7600 If I want to paint it to match, well, let's be realistic. I'm gonna paint it to match. It'll be it'll be probably eight thousand bucks. I uh, mean, yeah, so maybe two hundred and fifty on top of the seven thousand six hundred. So anyway, seven eight hundred bucks. Do you get your like motor that. painted? Two hundred and fifty to paint it. Yeah, yeah, yeah two hundred and fifty. So yeah, seventy eight. So seventy nine hundred dollars to put the new Tatsu on there. But the Mercury is probably worth six thousand five hundred seven grand all day long. So it's not a huge difference. I just not gonna be able to sell that for a while. I but anyways, I called him. I was like, hey, you know, I have to have the boat back by September. You know, because we're going. I was like. Caleb Priest already called me, and he didn't have a boat because it stuck over there too. I was like, I was like, Denver we had to me under the bus. <laughs> no, De- like, De- Denver called me the other day, and he goes, Caleb told me he uh, really wants to go goose hunting on the river, early goose season, right? And uh, and he goes, I told him the only problem is is uh, only person who's got a boat right now is Jake, and he yeah. don't even have all the pieces. My motor ain't even in the same place as the boat. My motor's hey, at really my, my grandfather's tank. house. Still yeah. needs a battery. I got you know? the gas. I got a gas but tank. none of it's put together. Right now, you got a hole yeah. and you got a motor sitting somewhere. I don't even have a battery for it. Yeah. So right now we'll be getting that paddle boat you were talking about and, yeah. and paddling across there. <laughs> we could have paddled back in the stupid paddle boat faster than we could have paddled that boat well, back the on the Mississippi River that day. Cold. It's literally got foot paddles, so yeah. you can pad. And I take my little hand paddles, so I can hand paddle. Get a little cold. Do a little foot paddle. You warm up. You know, go like for a little jog and, <laughs> and keep on. But you no, know, hey, it, gets, it literally he's gotten two guys, a dog, and two dozen decoys here's to a, many places. I believe. Yeah. Here's the real question: Do you get a new pair of waders this year? I'm still running the same band of waders. <laughs> I've still, had a couple years. They, they still they got a couple. I, they, I thought they had some holes in them. No, no mm. holes. No holes. I no, he sent them. He's had a couple warranty yeah, 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 of warranty. Yes. Yeah. 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 I make sure they yeah. hold up on their they, end. They add you a one-year warranty every time you send them back, and you just put, yeah, bring them back with a hole every yeah, year, right? Every, every two-year warranty. Really? <laughs> Note that. I bought uh, two. Heard it here. I bought two pairs <laughs> yeah. the off season. Still hadn't spent more than three hundred dollars on both pairs. He did bought wasn't one like ninety nine dollars or something Dude, like that. I bought um, a set of Avery waders that were on clearance for like one sixty or something like that. 
and then Rogers ran their brown <laughs> waders on sale because I really wanted brown waders. Like I want solid color waders, and they ran them on sale for like one twenty nine or something. So I bought those too, and uh, so now I have three pairs of good, like three good <laughs> pairs of waders. And uh, so here's what I'm doing: I'm taking a dry bag and I'm putting the Avery waders in the dry bag and a hoodie that like a black hoodie and some fresh socks for when jack falls and, in the water yeah so well, or when denver falls in the water or when you fall in the water and so we will have we'll for <laughs> sure drew falls in the water yeah. drew definitely then, uh, lanky you're gonna we, fall in the water last year we went and scouted like what two days before season started and drew <laughs> poor drew was so much shorter than than like me and we're walking across and we dang near drowned trying to get out of the woods oh, yeah i remember that and uh and drew drew literally a water pouring into his waders he's, he's like holding them up like that he always gets himself in the situation <laughs> well drew drew so lanky that his waders are any waiter so is massive yeah. on drew and so like <laughs> like that was a big thing that I, I wanted with these we avery fill, waders we fill ours out you know yeah the, the <laughs> avery waders and the like could you see my cabela's waders they're massive dude i mean they made for a 400 pound man that's what they made for no, it, it is, his, his new waders he bought dude freaking uh, yeah. five pound sausage ten pound sack <laughs> like, it's like slim fit slim fit pants like and, uh, the legs oh, are so slim i put the i put the avery ones on yep. the other day and i ran laps i'm no joke i ran laps around the house like outside in my parents house to see if i could run to the hole in them. you still ready. ready i was getting ready for some w you still need races. to go yeah. to your grandparents and jump in the pool with the waders on yeah and get a gopro yeah. video because i can unzip the insulation out of see, the rogers waders will, will and the caption is going to be will you die if you fall in the water with your waders i, I told Denver the biggest problem <laughs> the with this is, yeah, the is, is like i want to jump in there with my i've seen someone do it with neoprene waders they floated right whatever no big deal i've never seen anybody do it with breathable waders on yeah and the problem with my grandparents pool is it's 10 feet deep it's still real deep do you think the breathables would make a difference if you jumped in with breathable you know just normal your rogers or gator waders compared to like the shin waders or the sika that aren't breathable how do you think they would compare those are breathable waders no okay sorry i know insulated versus non-insulated do you think it's gonna make a difference um when you get out of water it is but not in the water well like heavier you think it's gonna be heavier yeah, i tell you what i, I jumped in the lake at pickwick the other day and just like casually i'd had a few drinks and i jumped <laughs> in and i was like man like yeah i'm okay swimmer i can't float on my back for whatever reason but i'm like if i had full-blown hunting gear on i would 100 percent sink with no life jacket if, if it's not the neoprene keeping you up i think I, I think you would struggle hard if you're in breathable and and it's not helping you float and it's just adding weight to you Keeping your head above water, I really think you may end up standing at the bottom of the at the bottom so of the river. La- last year, I think year, it's hard, dude. I jumped into the pool with my inflatable life jacket on, oh, and yeah. I sat on the bottom for three seconds, <laughs> waiting, literally just looking around, like, "Hey, when's this thing gonna go off?" And uh, and it took three seconds for it to inflate, and I was like, "This is ridiculous." But the here's the difference, though, is like we go to any little river. I, I rarely put it, put it on, right? Which learn from the uh, what? Uh, who's the the resource officers? The game wardens. God, oh, <laughs> Green they, jeans. Yeah, Mr. Green Jeans told us that if we didn't wear it, it didn't count if it was in the boat. If it was yes. an inflatable, the, one. Yes. The inflatable, an inflatable yes. one. Yes, and so makes um, me want to carry some small. Because I'm never going to wear the inflatable ones. I have the WMAs, well, I'm not wearing them. Yes, yeah, so like all the WMAs, I'm not going to wear the inflatable one because like. 
you can't see the Sitka logo on the side of my chest. Exactly. <laughs> and so, like, but, like, when we're on the big river, I'll put it on. But, like, I wouldn't wear on the big river. I wouldn't put on a regular life jacket because it's so bulky and usually yep. it's cold and you got so many layers on. So it's real easy to put that inflatable one on and, like, like my, I feel like my safety rating has gone up because I'll put the inflatable one on. But, like, the regular life jackets are, like, once you've got a hoodie on and you got, you know, a Gore-Tex layer, like, all for a pair of waders, like, you're like, I don't want to put these on. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, I think, though, after it, I, I, we should jump in the water with the um, breathable ones on to see what it looks like, see how it feels. I think you would struggle hard to be able to get up and do any of that. I think that I could swim around on them. I'm willing, so. to tr- I'm willing to try this. I, I mean, swim around, but like, I think if you fall out, I think it's going to be dark. Biggest fear. It's going to be biggest fear oh, on big water is falling is out dark. in the dark. I want to post a video of that we took when it was lightning out there. And oh, it's yeah. Utter darkness. You can't see a freaking dang thing. Yes. So what's and the crazy lights, is all the lights are that, you know, when it's total darkness like that, yeah. you can have the brightest light in the world. You can have the, you know, and it's just going to soak up. The darkness it doesn't yeah. you can't see anything so caleb i've got this video yes. from last year um do you remember in the morning that Denver and i got the sand in the motor and we it was, storm it was a few coming, days before we few went days to before we the went hunted. spot spot we and went like, a few days we went hunted it a few days yes. prior to when us went because yeah. we were kind of like yeah. where are we going to go that day yeah we hunted it a few days prior when the it, water was getting so up so denver um and Denver and I were riding, and there was a storm coming, and we debated whether to ride the storm out the boat ramp or to just, uh, you know, whole deal with the storm while we're hunting. Guess which right? one we chose. Yeah, we definitely chose. <laughs> ride it out. Yeah, yeah ride we definitely, out, we went head first in that storm. <laughs> so I've got a picture of, um, don't worry about the light, it's fine. And uh, I've got a, or I got a video of the lightning going off, right? And uh, in, in uh, just us riding, and like he's shown the first part yeah just like so like you can see the front and the back but when the video starts look how pitch black it is utter freaking we're just talking about how dark darkness is when you're on big water like in the ocean you know on a on a massive lake like where you're not seeing that like when your light bars aren't hitting the sides like kind of how spooky it is what do we got there some ice some ice yeah yeah how spooky it is just your light you know the best light bar they make and yeah it's just getting soaked up. I remember when I took Dylan for the first time. I was like, Dylan, all your job, all your whole job, is to uh, excuse our eyes going in the whiskey glasses here. I said, your whole job is to just sit in the front of the boat and just let me know if we're gonna hit something. <laughs> we get like, we get like a half a mile down. He's like, hey, 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 man. Uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I can't see anything. And I was like, well, that's good. That means there's nothing in front of us. <laughs> so, but, you know, when you see something, like, it blares out, you know. But when you there's nothing out there to look at, nothing to reflect the light. That water doesn't reflect the light. It just soaks it up. I was it hunt- is so dark. I was hunting on uh, Open Lake up in Ripley area Yeah, last year. And that's how it was one morning. And uh, we went out there. And, I mean, I obviously looked at Onyx, seen, the, seen how the lake was. But when we were going across, you could see about a hop, skip, and a throw away. And... I mean, it was just it was it was uh, January sixth, I think, that weekend when it snowed. It was the first snow we yeah. got this this year here in West Tennessee, and I mean, I, true pucker effect. <laughs> Were across. you on uh, that lake that goes? You take the creek to go up there? No, open lake. Open lake. 
Oh no! Oh, so um, you were actually on Open Lake. Yes. I thought you were just talking about it was Open Lake. Yeah, I no, thought you were I've talking about the who, shoot. No, I've got no. Yeah, so Open Lake. I've got a buddy who bought into that, and he's got got a house out there. And uh, you know, fortunate enough, he took me last year. But no, if you go up that way, and I know you're talking about the shoot and uh, Anderson Tully. Yeah. Yeah, we don't mind giving away spots in Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. All Arkansas. We probably not going to catch as much flack from the guys out there if we start mentioning. I'm going to get on spot. West Tennessee Duck Hunters and be like, "F those guys on the Foul Mouth Podcast. <laughs> They're giving away all the good spots out here. I love shooting all the freaking wood ducks that we can and coots out here on this lake." Well, we'll tell them where it's at. You know, like, good luck. Good luck beating us there. I've hunted West Tennessee enough that I just hate on it now. Yeah, it's uh. It, it's it's tough when we're this close to like the best places in the mm-hmm. country, you know. But Caleb, you gonna go with us over to uh, Oklahoma this year? Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, I've got five weeks of PTO that I well, got to use before to use, the end of the year, and we need to use every freaking bit of them. Dude, yeah, no. I saw your, when I saw your post the other day about you know taking off a couple of days, and <laughs> I was like, yes, <laughs> I'm so ready. September first and second, that's the start of it. For real, I know. As long as we get some water, even if we don't get some water, we hundred yeah. percent. If we spend the time and put the effort into it, if we get the boat backs, if we have all, <laughs> yeah. both the boats, we can put the effort in. We we can kill the candidates out there. Yeah. There's ish tons of them on the sandbars. The sucky part is we got to deal with the cart. Yeah. And we need to figure out cover because we need it. We need like an A-frame, uh, or not. A, we need like a one of those blinds that like Righam Wright posted. We need something like that because we're not going to be in the trees, obviously. We can buy the Bass Pro one. Yeah, really PVC and some burlap. Yeah. We would destroy that so fast. <laughs> well, the the tank netting is in is invincible. You know, you can't like even cut that crap. It is, but it's expensive. Definitely useful. I um. I still I hate I like the A-frames but like I was telling Denver earlier I wish that I didn't have any layout blinds I absolutely despise layout blinds with every fiber of my being you, you know it, every layout blind that I've set in not during duck season I'm like oh this isn't that bad because I'm usually wearing shorts and like a t-shirt and then you climb in there with like waders on or bibs or whatever and you're just like I hate this like yeah, it's absolutely awful you know? I've never I've actually never hunted out of a layout blind Hunted with some some driftwood, some. uh We're not missing much. You ever had? You've got. Do you still have back? Do you have any back problems still from football? Oh yeah. Yeah, you're gonna hate the layout blinds. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, well, we have like three or four sitting in my storage unit. And once uh, they get once once the duck cave is finished, and we can park all the boats in there and have all the gear in there, we'll have all the layout blinds, but. Can I park my boat over there? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll put you it in the You can find me for space. <laughs> We're going to put some bunk beds over there as like a headquarters, you know, because like when Dylan goes with us or any of the younger guys you who don't have houses. You, you, so Weston and Dylan are going to show up and they're going to be sleeping on those bunk beds. And I'm in gonna the like, garage. Yeah, in the garage. And I'm going to be like, all right, guys, I'm going to go sleep in the guest room. Y'all have a wonderful job sleeping on these bunk beds. I'm I sure think it's going to be insulated. You know, maybe have yeah, one duck going awesome. into the garage. You know? I, uh, I bought a topper for my truck oh, nice. so that I can sleep in it. <laughs> and... Um, I uh, I told Denver I said I'm gonna be sleeping at your house in the driveway every night during duck season. His neighbors are gonna be like, "Oh, you know, some guy shows up at your house real late at night, and then he's gone before the sun comes up." And I'm pretty sure he's just sleeping in your driveway. <laughs> no, he, he leases that little, little yeah, uh, yeah. grass area, yeah. five hundred dollars. Yeah, we lease you know? we lease the parking. The way the market is right now, five hundred dollars a month. Oh yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. There's questions on on my boat fitting in 
a garage right well, now. in your current garage yeah in the current garage so i don't really know what's going to happen with yeah it. where's your boat at Caleb? where do you park your boat at in my garage okay that's yeah. right it's that mighty way right now obviously. Yeah, yeah yeah but it fits in the garage mm-hmm. well though mm-hmm. i yeah. can fit I can put that in there and put a little diagonal and then uh, to put my four-wheeler in there. I've got a little, just a little cut. See, of did you, buy a side, you didn't too. buy a side-by-side, did you? No, I did uh, this patio. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was a great compromise between you and Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, having a newborn, it was you know beneficial for both of us. And You didn't have – that's right, because your, your baby is how old? She'll be five months So tomorrow. this will be first duck season with mm-hmm. as a dad going mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. See, I was telling Jake uh, the other day, I was like, uh, we were talking about, you know, daddy's money buying stuff. And I said, well, now, for me, this is daddy's money I'm spending because I'm the daddy. <laughs> you know, like, I'm out here spending daddy's money. You, you too, Caleb. You're out there spending, rolling up in daddy's money. Yeah, like, we, we start hunting with these guys, Caleb, and um, they're all college age. Yeah, we go to WMA and we're running hunting with the other people, with, like, yeah. so many college dudes. And they're, we're, like, old. Like, I'm old. <laughs> and, uh, and we just, like, we, like we Robbie Flack was with us and we're all hanging he out he feels like and our age but he's like 34 yeah, yeah, Robbie, or like Robbie's 34 or 35 and he literally was like I feel so <laughs> old and like of course these guys are all talking about going out and stuff and, and, and like all sorts they of stuff like that yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, they don't yeah dude they'll go to the bars and stuff and then come rolling in to go duck hunt the next morning and I'm like <laughs> 10 yeah, years well, ago I, <laughs> I, I slept I'm like I slept in my truck yesterday for 12 hours and I still don't feel right it yeah. <laughs> like, was there um the infamous, infamous uh, opening morning this is two seasons ago <laughs> or maybe longer than that probably three seasons ago i don't even remember when it was it was forever I think ago it was uh oh yes three seasons ago, yeah, three oh, seasons ago. mr ross hines came <laughs> <in> <laughs> yeah ross came you know as is one of two hunts he gets to evan bailey yeah evan came and we uh we stayed at the hotel, uh, the second hotel, because the first hotel was so ratchet. <laughs> the guys were like, the guys were like, they told me they said, they said, hey, get just get the cheapest hotel you can find. And so I looked at the cheapest hotel I could find. It was so bad we wouldn't even leave the dog. Those were Denver's words. Denver, so Denver came out from the bathroom and said, hey, that toilet wiggles. Was, <laughs> it's not even bolted. In we the wouldn't even leave the dog in there. It was so bad. And then like, well, I think we left our gear there. Yeah, we we like, used it to store our gear like, for the weekend. Well, Ross uh, works for Hilton. Why don't we just have my? Well, why don't you freaking? Why am I booking the hotel there? <laughs> so we go get a hill, no doubt. But then we go to, uh, I was working at FedEx at, at nights at the time and normal jobs. So I hadn't slept in like 40 hours. And we hunted that morning. <laughs> we go to the Margarita Mexican restaurant. Denver says, I can finish a whole picture by myself. <laughs> Halfway through the picture, he's sleeping at the table. I was out, dude. I was <laughs> fast, out so hard. The table. I passed out in, the, in my truck, sitting in the parking lot at the with hotel. Yeah, with Elk couldn't come inside. <laughs> yeah, Elk couldn't come inside at the time. And uh, <laughs> Caleb came out there. He's like, bro, you got to get out of the truck. Like, cop comes, like, you're going to be in trouble. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you, you you're trying to, to run him. Yeah, I'm just sitting in the parking lot, just, just asleep, dead. You know, just <laughs> you know, a few beats away from dead. I don't know, dude. It was maybe. I don't maybe. think y'all did well. We, I, I tell you what, we hammered. A couple Merc Hansers. <laughs> <laughs> we went, dude. I, where did we go the other day? That, was the, that was the morning the uh, the cops or the uh, the G Dubs uh, chased that other guy. Oh, that, you know, because uh, you had a single yeah. file line at that WMA from and two a.m. Like, to four a.m. Yeah, we were all. They, the they since have changed it. You know, where the, you can't even take your boat to the starting line. You have to leave your boat. You know, hit up on the hill or something. And at that point, we're all oh, yeah. at the staging area floating for two hours while it's sprinkling. So and they, so you had to float in your boat there. You're floating two in your boat 
from two to four. And as it's, you pulled up to the post where the where old GW sat, they counted you off. Mm -hmm. One, two, three, four. So you got here first, you're one, you I think got we here were second. four or five or six, yeah, I don't something know. like but that. But then old boys roll up late. Like twelfth, fifteenth in line. They didn't get numbered though, and they just thought, All right, go ahead. And when they said go ahead, when the first boat was gonna take off, the wrong boat decided to take <laughs> off. Boat number fifteen <laughs> took off. Because <laughs> they rolled up late. And we're all egging the get the GW on we're like, get him, get him. You know, be like I have the video like, get his ass. And uh perfect video. <laughs> and he takes off and he's in a twenty five horse, like not souped up. And the game went like, he ain't ever gonna catch this guy. Like <laughs> uh, if the guy would have turned off his lights, I don't even know if the dude knew he was going after him. But I mean he passed everybody in line. I don't think no, he didn't know that that's how it was. I think he Yeah, because like, that mean, was the first year they changed and then, it. And then after he went, every after the G dub went <laughs> Forget the single file line. We all went. Yeah. <laughs> like I remember <laughs> us going out to that WMA with us three and Ross, right? And yeah. we were running four people out there. Remember, you made fun of me because I had my blue hoodie on because I got way colder. <laughs> I got way too cold, and I was like, all I got is this blue hoodie. <laughs> and, uh, and I just remember us smacking every tree in existence out there because that was and, a really good flooded year. You know, we had a lot of water that year. You know what was awful? It's we'd hunt out of the boat. We couldn't even we hunt. We did. Yeah, in the water. Right. Yeah. Uh, I had I've had one good hunt out there. It was just me and Evan. It was Evan's like first, first or second timber hunt probably. Didn't the guy that was with y'all get stuck on the living? Oh yes, yes. So like I met up with these dudes at Avery. I don't know if you've heard of this, but I met up with these dudes at Avery. Uh, I was at Avery Outdoors and I was just talking to some dudes like, yeah, we're gonna hunt tomorrow. I was like, oh, we're hunting tomorrow, and we're like, oh, we're going to the same day. We're like, well, let's meet up. So I met up with these guys and they're like, how well do you know? And I was like, well, I've been out here three times, you know, pro. And so <laughs> I was like, follow me. Well, the river the river had gone up like three or four feet, and we were going down this area where you'd it's right on the edge of the refuge, <laughs> and there was a levee. And so like when I was out there prior, you were just riding, you know, you kept the levee on your left side, and that was the boundary line, and you just rode down for a while and then cut over to the right, and you were there. <laughs> well, the boundary line wasn't there no more. <laughs> and so next thing you know, we're like, Lord knows where. These other guys are on this mud motor that can't reverse. And, and we end up, I end up leaving Evan and the boat with L in a random spot. And I ride with these other dudes to get them out. And then they end up just dropping me back off. I had to walk back to the boat. I'm a, luckily, I didn't drown. Total disaster. And me and Evan just get to the last spot that's left. I don't know and where you were, the heck you were those guys deep went. water for that whole Yes, yeah, I was walking yeah. through like, you know, sketchy. And like, you know, I could just see a barely glimpse of the boat. Evan had, you know, it was freaking ridiculous. I don't know what those guys are doing. But me and Evan ended up shooting like a limit or two and like had a great great hunt actually like got in this little bitty hole it's probably the most successful day that hole's ever had like i've gone back a couple times and it's been like okay but i think me and you went back a few days later and like nothing happened oh, yeah. yeah but like it's absolutely for me and everyone there was like dude this is like freaking glorious they were just falling in there and it was tiny tiny freaking <laughs> hole <laughs> like yeah like just i felt so bad those dudes i've ruined my reputation with those guys because <laughs> I was guy? like, hey, like, man, this dude got us freaking lost. Denver, uh, Denver showed this guy that hunts private land uh, a video of us hunting oh, last yeah. year, and he was just like, oh well, yeah, because he was, you know, the private guys, you know how they are, yeah, uh, love them, oh, yeah. but they kind of look down on the public land guys. Yeah. And I was at a prestigious uh, golf course here in Memphis, uh, quoting a job, and the guy was like, oh, I was wearing a seven three seven hat. He's like, oh, what's that? Is that your club you're in? And I was like, no, you know, just. They, you know, give us deals for whatever. Just wear their hat. Denver's pro staff. Pro staff was seven three seven. Shout out. And um, and I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, you hunt public. He's like, oh man, like that's you know pretty tough and all that stuff. And kind of he was kind of like, wasn't like talking it down, but he was 
acting like you know that was like beneath him mm-hmm. and i was like well i tell you what i got a video <laughs> of us last year i said i bet you it's better than anything you went on showed the video for that we post on our instagram mm-hmm. a bunch and uh and he, it was me him and some other guy watching it he told that other guy he's like he's like man i know you don't duck hunt he said but that don't happen very often <laughs> he's like, that's, just, that's about as good as it gets <laughs> most of those private trip. hunters though they, they're hunting fields and they you know yeah, they don't you see that extreme, kind of action of uh, unless you got big time money yeah you're hunting rice fields yeah and, and you don't like the like I've I've never been in a lease. Never never been able to consistently hunt in a lease, all public land. So most of what I've hunted has been timber, flooded timber. Yep. And so I mean a duck coming in timber is a whole different situation than Way a duck coming in a rice field. I mean, you're seeing it for a mile and a half off in a rice field versus mm-hmm. you're seeing it, it's here and it's gone. Well, I mean it's like when you're hunting in a pit, like one of those really nice pits and stuff, people are cooking. It, like you got one guy watching and that guy can be like hey boys like everybody needs to go ahead and get up here and get yeah. ready and stuff like you've got that time but like when we're hunting the timber you know you could literally yeah you could be doing anything and it's like tuck your nose into that tree right there you know like <laughs> go ahead and bend down yeah. like you don't care what bills you're and doing bellies. and uh yeah <laughs> and that's what dude we heard that so many times last year bills and bellies son bills and bellies yeah yeah. I'm still trying to get a. I think I think you need to be there when we get Ethan out in the public in the public woods. It's gonna be fun. There, yeah. There's a few people I know. Um, actually, all went to the same high school as us, a little before <laughs> us. But, uh, but they're all still the same way. Like, yep. I'll, I'll never get out in public hunt. My tires will get slashed. I imagine <laughs> Ben. Shot. Fro- I imagine Ben Fro is one of those guys. It's like so. Down, Debbie. Down. Did <laughs> she, out big yeah. Does he hunt with Norton? Uh, they, yeah. They, yeah what yeah. happened to you joining? Are they still in they, that club? No, they, the filled up. they they filled up. I was talking to him actually last week, and yeah. uh, I invite. I mean, you know, he kind of gave me a hit, hit me up, and asked me to come out there. And I told him the kind of saying we'd we'd take him out. I mean, yeah, love being yeah. a good guy. Norton's one of my clients, and so I talked to him the other day, and uh, that's that's off by the way, about okay. probably like five or six minutes. And uh, and so I was telling him about about hunting and stuff, and he goes, man, he goes, you remember? He's like, you know Denver, right? And I was like, yeah, me and Denver are pretty good buddies. And uh, he goes, man, I, he hunts all the time and stuff. And he goes, I think he's got a podcast. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm co-host of the podcast. <laughs> what's it, what's that podcast called? Yeah, yeah, yeah I should yeah. have been like prime more questions. Okay, the question was, does he listen to it? Thought I didn't ask. Damn, that, that sounds like ask. a no. If he's like, yeah, uh, that, he, no, yeah, he, Norton, he, I'm, he I'm patronizes. Try, my other business that actually pays I think for since the podcast. 2017, we're trying to get Norton out, and he just doesn't want his tires slashed. And well, they need to get out bad. there. People are all worried. The only thing that I think would cause my tires to get slashed is if I put the foul mouth podcast all over the side of my truck. <laughs> I think my tires would get slashed. Then. No, we see we see so much like positivity out there. Like we've met so many friends. Look, we've met more friends public hunting. But like the public guys are nice guys. Like as long as you don't run in. That's I mean, there are there, there's you know there's your your bad apples and the private public and all of it. I can tell you from the Facebook groups yeah. that the absolute best way to get your tires slashed in Arkansas is just be from South Carolina. <laughs> for some reason, they hate for those some guys. reason the Arkans, Arkansas duck hunters have issues with people from South Carolina. I don't get it. And yeah, I don't get it either. Some like, of the nice people we know yeah. from South Carolina. Oh yeah, but, but yeah, it's but I know that's I just I, see it as people all want to get out and do the same thing, enjoy themselves. Like, yeah, and like people that can't. I mean, I even say it's not even for like people who just can't afford it. Cause you you got to buy. I mean, like we said though, like you can get a boat set up and not spend that much money. 
But it's scary. Dude, public, you're public yeah, yeah, you can spend a lot of money on a boat that you pays for five to six leases. Yeah, you can spend a bunch, you can spend as much money on public hunting as you want to spend. Yeah. And you could get by with spending, you know, less than a thousand dollars and you can be in the game. You well, know? I mean, like, as much as I've spent this year, I could have bought in a for really, sure, yeah. really nice lease for the year. Yeah. Like, or, you know, you make that one investment one time and you're public guy and you can go anywhere. You know, you can see like so many that's what that's we love. the big thing is when when the ducks aren't there, you gotta be able to move. We and can move. Uh, when everybody asks me, Oh, you in a lease? No, dude, my boat's my lease. Like that's yep. what yeah. that that is truly what it is. Yeah, people ask me, where do you hunt? Oh, wherever the ducks are. You know, we'll go Arkansas, you know, Oklahoma, wherever we need to go, Mississippi, anywhere. Just Tennessee. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> wherever they are, dude. Right 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 you know, like we're it's here. Right yeah. around the corner. But, I'm so ready for duck season. Yeah, we're, we're, I think we're, we can all agree we're ready for it. But, but we're going to wrap it up. Again, everybody, we appreciate everybody who tunes in and listens, the few who are left. I know this is a super long podcast tonight, but uh, it's always a good time. We're happy to have Caleb on. Um, Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, it it's been fun. Uh, House business. We'll catch you at the Delta Waterfowl Expo. Yeah, Delta Expo. Waterfowl Expo again. Uh, it's what are the dates again, Jake? The 29th. July 29th, 30th, yeah. and 31st. Little Rock. State House Convention Center. State Little Rock. Yeah. Billy Campbell's going to be there. Dr. Duck's going to be there. Not at our Thunder, booth, at yeah, booth. Die bomb, you know, <laughs> Wade Shoemaker at Tetra Hearing or whatever their stuff is. Everybody's going to, anybody, somebody's going to be there. Y'all should come join. It's going to be a big time. We'll be at booth what? 210. 210, right across from Rolling Thunder. It's going to be a lot of fun. We appreciate it, guys. We'll uh, see y'all there or see you at the boat ramp, one of the two. Yep. Catch y'all on the next one.